Hello, everyone. We welcome you today to our Abundant Life Family Church online broadcast. I'm Pastor Monty. This is Pastor Don, my lovely wife. We pastor Abundant Life Family Church in Tualatin, Oregon. And praise God, we're going to be starting a new work, an additional work, expanding our reach here in this great state of Oregon here in the next few weeks Mm -hmm. in Central Oregon, in the Lapine area. And uh, if you don't have a good local home church in the Lapine area, we welcome you to come and be a part of what God is doing here. Mm -hmm. He's been moving and uh, praise God, we just want to add to what's already going on here in this area. And we're thankful for that. Glory to God. Right. And uh, praise God, we'll be letting you know about uh, meeting times, etc. here in the next few weeks. All right. So today is Father's Day. And uh, glory Father's to God. Day. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. Uh, fathers, that you are so important to right. the society we live in, as well as the mothers. We celebrate Mother's Day, Father's Day every year, mm-hmm. and uh, we should always remember both of them throughout the year, and uh, I'm glad that we at least have one Sunday to where even the world <laughs> focuses in on both of those. But uh, today we're going to share some things about fathers, and uh, before we get right into the scriptures and have a word of prayer, uh, we want to thank all of you, uh, church family and friends, for your continued faithful support. And we want to thank you for praying for us and praying as we start this uh, new endeavor here in Central Oregon. And uh, glory to God, God's doing great things. We've had several supernatural uh, connections and uh, praise God, the Lord is good, isn't he? Amen. So we want to thank you for that. Remember, you can always check uh, our website there, www.alfc.net for the latest information. Uh, our phone number is 503-692-9673. For those that may not know that, but you can find out a lot of additional information <clears throat> on our website. So make sure and go there. And you can also uh, submit any prayer requests if you have those. We have corporate prayer through the week, and uh, we'd be glad to uh, uh, add your prayer request into our prayer time. Amen? Amen. And agree and believe Amen. God with you. So uh, as we get into the scriptures, let's start today with a word of prayer. Father God, we do thank you once again for this precious time together. And Lord, as uh, we go to your precious word, we thank you for opening the eyes of our understanding. Mm -hmm. And Lord, we thank you for the edification that takes place as we endeavor to, by the Holy Spirit, teach your word today once again. We thank you for uh, quickening each and every one of us and all those that are tuned in. And we thank you for every need met. In the name of the Lord Jesus, we pray. Mm -hmm. Glory to God. Amen. 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 Well, I want to look at a scripture here uh, as we begin. And it has to do with sharing with our children. And as I said a moment ago, uh, fathers as well as mothers, but today being Father's Day or this weekend, Fathers are so integral in our society, and we see a lot of disintegration that's been going on with the nuclear family, and uh, we know, and statistics prove this, that uh, homes that or children that have the influence of both mother and father, uh, it helps the children immensely to make it in this life, Mm -hmm. and uh, thank God 
that we have a heavenly father that we can reflect on and see as fathers how we can be better fathers. Mm -hmm. But in the natural, children need their parents. And Proverbs chapter 30, and I want to look at this verse as we begin today. Proverbs 30 and verses 11 and 12. And it says here, and uh, if you have your Bibles, please turn there with us. And uh, you can obviously write these scriptures down and look at them later. But Proverbs 30 verses 11 and 12, it says, There is a generation that curseth their father and doeth not bless their mother. There is a generation that are pure in their own eyes and yet is not washed from their filthiness. And one of the things, and honey, we've discussed this quite a bit uh, through the years, is that we see the disintegration of the nuclear family and the disrespect that goes on in our society today. And it's really sad Mm -hmm. because the devil is the one who steals, kills, and destroys. We know that. Mm -hmm. But as believers, we need to recognize the fact that uh, disrespect is what caused Lucifer at the time to uh, get kicked out of heaven and to fall from his place Mm -hmm. as a created being, perfect in his ways, but iniquity was found in him. And we can see the pride that developed in his heart Mm -hmm. got got him and he sinned Mm -hmm. and uh, he wanted to be like the most high and that was not going to take place and he got kicked out of heaven and about a third of his followers so we see this transpiring in our civilization today Mm -hmm. a great disrespect for authority Mm -hmm. and in the home mom and dad are the ones who are supposed to lead the way Mm -hmm. and uh, carry that position of authority in the home to raise their children in the ways of God. We're going to look at that in just a moment. And you're you're also seeing too, um, you know, there's a lot of broken homes. And um, even if you don't have your children in your possession, maybe you've encountered some type of divorce where your children do, maybe they live with you or maybe they come and visit you. Maybe um, you you don't see them um, as often as you'd like. But there's an importance you, that still God still requires and wants you to fulfill your mm-hmm. your calling as a father, and it's really important that you see yourself as such. And um, and one other thing too that you know the world also is attacking the masculinity of of men, where they don't want them to be men. They don't want them to take the lead. Uh, there's just there's a stripping away of that, and God has ordained it through His Word you know, even based on himself as an example to us, how he's a wonderful heavenly father. And we're going to look at some different scriptures here shortly. But I was just thinking about that, you know, the, the just the stripping away of that masculinity. They don't mm-hmm. want men to take their place. They, they want them to be weak. They want them to be cowards, not to lead the way, not to um, uh, initiate anything. And that's so sad because as Christian men, as believers of the Lord, God has called you to be the head of your home. And it doesn't mean to rule over it with a dominating, you know, domineering uh, fist or with a domineering attitude because you have your wife and, you know, uh, there's a partnership that God has instilled in that marriage and then at home, you know, for the man to be over the whole entire household, 
but for the wife to go ahead and oversee the family too, where she's, you know, whether she's at home or whether she's working as well, but they're, you know, dual responsibilities and, and definite and def definitive responsibilities as not only as a man and a wife, but also as a husband mm -hmm. and a wife. Okay. Yes. A husband and a mother, you know, <clears throat> a father and a mother, I should say. Mm -hmm. So, um, but that's really important because we don't want the world to define what we should be doing as believers because the world is very much having a voice and trying to have a voice in how we uh, instruct our kids or don't instruct your kids. And we're seeing a lot of chaos take place mm -hmm. in the cities, in the towns, in the home, uh, on the in the universities, because this just has a far-reaching effect. This is, like you were saying, it's not even just Father's Day. Uh, we celebrate it every year, but what is our role as a father? How are the, exactly. you know, the roles as a father? I'm not a father, of course, but you know, uh, you're a father. And <laughs> but how we, uh, how again, how we instruct our children in the admonition of the Lord and take our place <clears throat> as such mm -hmm. as mothers and fathers. Yep, exactly true. And you see that disrespect. We see it with our law enforcement. We see it in our schools. Mm -hmm. Teachers have a very difficult time uh, keeping. Uh, keeping in that leadership teacher pupil role yes. uh, and they're 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 not able to teach as they mm -hmm. should because so many children come to school now uh, and they they don't respect authority mm -hmm. and they need to they need to learn that in the home yes. and uh, again fathers you may not be with your children or because of situations uh, you may not be able to be with them because of a divorce uh, because of a myriad of things. Mm -hmm. Well, still, you can still reach out and and do what you can. That's right. Taking the initiation mm -hmm. to reach out to your children mm -hmm. and to try to do what you can. Mm -hmm. Number one, by praying for them. Yes. But number right. two, endeavoring to bring restored relationships mm -hmm. as you can and with the help of God, if so be possible. Because God wants families together. Yes. He wants children and parents, their grandchildren. Mm -hmm. And God is the one who initiated family. That's right. But there is an order of authority. Mm -hmm. And it's important for fathers to be able to take that role mm -hmm. in their God-given mm -hmm. ways right. that he's ordained to be able to do that. And there's a there's a Holy Ghost flow, honey. Yes. For for men and women to operate as husbands and wives and mothers and fathers, there's a Holy Ghost flow that, you know, it's a, it's a natural and a supernatural coming together for an explosive force of God as our, as our pastor used to say. And, but it, we can't over, we can't do one without the other. You can't mm -hmm. just be all spiritually minded. You're no earthly good, but we have to look at things naturally as well. And God does, you know, there's common sense of course, but, but more importantly, you know, besides the common sense, is how does the Lord want me to flow in my home? Yes. The Holy Ghost flow is yielded vessels. We, he can do more with us and in us and through us and, and bring us to be the best that we can be in our home and our relationships as we yield ourselves over to the Holy Ghost. So this is all intertwined together. It's not just yes. one without the other. That's exactly it's right. All together. In 1 Corinthians chapter 4, Paul writing to the church at Corinth in verse 15, and this is a great scripture and has such a depth of meaning to it. It says, for though ye have 10,000 instructors in Christ, 
Yet have ye not many fathers. For in Christ Jesus, I have begotten you through the gospel. Mm -hmm. Through the gospel. And that, honey, that's an example of how our Heavenly Father is to us. Yes. Because you may have not had a wonderful Heavenly... Maybe you didn't have a great father here on this earth. Maybe your, your dad's gone. Maybe you're estranged from your father. But we look to the Word of God mm -hmm. to set the example for us to see how our Heavenly Father is and how mm -hmm. He is to us and how much He loves us and cares for us. That's why He sent His Son Jesus to die on the cross for our sins. If you were the only one, He would have sent Jesus just for you. And then we can take that example and we can learn from him and how we can be the best exactly. parents possible. Amen. With the help e of the Lord. Exactly. So let's notice a couple of things here. Verse 15, for though you have 10,000 instructors in Christ, that means a lot of people mm -hmm. giving you instruction, telling you what to do. Yes. Notice what he says here. Yet, have you not many fathers? Mm -hmm. Because a father is different than instructor. An instructor will Instruct. tell you how to do certain mm -hmm. things, but you're not with them all the time. Mm -hmm. A father living with you not only is one who gives instruction, mm -hmm. but he also is to give the example. Mm -hmm. And cares for you. And cares for you, as we're going to see here for when in some scriptures here in just a moment. So, we need fathers today, mm -hmm. and we need fathers to step up in their God-given roles in society to be the role models, because so many children today have all these idols of people that they see on television mm -hmm. and in on the internet and different places, and they look to them because they're hip, because they're the in thing, and they dress a certain way and do certain things, and this rebellion that we see today is so divisive and it keeps children from being able to walk as they should in this world and be instructed uh, as they're growing up because they don't respect their parents as they should. That's right. And That's right. I remember growing up in, in our house that uh, my dad had certain principles that we lived by. Mm -hmm. And uh, because his dad had, my grandfather had taught them to him. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's important today that this transcends generations. And as we teach these to the children, if Jesus tarries his coming, we're going to be able to give not just instruction, but a relevant example mm -hmm. of a God-filled life That's right. to be able to help other people mm -hmm. to su succeed, to excel in this world, mm -hmm. be the influencer that they should be for the Lord Jesus Christ, mm -hmm. And they're going to be a light in dark places That's wherever right. they go. That's right. So yes. today, as we look at these things, sharing with our children, there's three particular things that we want to bring out here today. And uh, every dad has a calling upon his life. And remember this, even you may be out there today and you don't have any children in the natural. Well, you're a surrogate father. You're, you're a, mentor. A, a mentor to other younger men, mm -hmm. whether it be on your job, in the business that you have. And this is very important that we see ourselves wherever we go as being an example and especially m endeavoring to mentor this younger generation. But first of all, every dad, and I'm talking about as a believer now, okay, 
And you may not know the Lord Jesus Christ, but we're going to give you the opportunity to know him at the end of this time together today. But number one, every dad has the call to share with his children, number one, the ways of God. And that's through instruction and example. Okay. And Paul was referring to that uh, in his day there, as we just read. I want to read a couple of scriptures to you. Proverbs chapter one and verse eight, it says, my son, hear the instruction of thy father and forsake not the law of thy mother. Now, why is that? Is because in the mentoring process, our parents have had the ability and we, as we get on in life, we learn certain things through experience mm -hmm. in the natural. And I'm so thankful that my dad had a dad that taught me a lot of different things growing up about simple things, things that really help out as far as living life, mm -hmm. doing it the right way, not taking all the hard knocks that others take. Because mm -hmm. as he used to say, one of his sayings, and he had a lot of sayings, he said, son, I've learned one thing in life, and he learned many, but he said, if I can learn from somebody else's mistakes, I'm going to do my best mm -hmm. to learn from them because I'm not going to live long enough to make them That's all right. myself. Well, and as parents, we're supposed to train our children up in the ways of the Lord. Yes. We're supposed to train them up in the way they should go. And that's not the way they want to go. That's right. And that's what the world is. See, that's that's resistance for what the world's saying right now. And we're seeing that more prevalent where the world is saying, let your child decide what they want to be, what they want to do, even the sex they want to be. Mm -hmm. And the child left himself will bring a reproach upon the parents, the Bible says. There's many, yes. many wonderful scriptures about how we're supposed to discipline and, and whom the Lord loveth, he chasteneth. He corrects us because he doesn't want us to go down the wrong road. Mm -hmm. You know, if I'm driving down a certain road and the road starts to curve, if I'm like, well, you know what? I'm going to stay straight. Well, guess what? I'm going to be in somebody's cornfield or in some a ditch somewhere because I decided I'm not going to bend with the road. But so we have to go ahead and, um, you know, as, as children of the Lord, we need to be teachable. But even with our children, we have to teach them in the ways they should go, in the ways mm -hmm. of God. Because that has mm -hmm. long-lasting effects. God puts the super on the natural once again. And when we're that has eternal effect. We mm -hmm. want our children, yes, when they get up to a certain age, then they have to go ahead and make their own decisions. But we do it, in the, we do it as unto the Lord. And mm -hmm. we do it in His strength. And we do it by faith. Mm -hmm. And there's natural things, just like your dad taught you ethics and morals. My dad did the same thing. You can't just, you know, it's it's just not through osmosis. Well, our kids are just going to pick up on these things and learn them. Well, why don't why don't they learn them from their parents and, right. and instruct them? Because as you're saying, honey, that's where they should be learning these things are in the home. Exactly. So here in the instruction of the father, forsake not the law of thy mother. So mom had certain rules, certain things you did. And in our house growing up. Uh, when I'd be out in the dirt or down at the pond or wherever, uh, getting dirty. <laughs> Mom, I'm you going take, to the pond. <laughs> yeah. One thing is, is you take those shoes off before you come in the house. Because yeah. no telling where you've been and what might be with you coming right. in the house. And you don't bring the frogs in the <laughs> Yeah, you don't bring anything else in there. And uh, there was, uh, and shut the door. Don't let the flies <laughs> in, right? <laughs> Some of you know what I'm talking about there. But, but there's certain things that you do, just practical little things. And we, we see the example in our parents and 
sometimes we they don't even verbally communicate it, but through their actions, we see exactly what they do. And sometimes over a period of time when they do it more, they do it again and again and again, then we see, oh, now I can see why you do it that way. But uh, praise God, that instruction is so important. And that is supposed to be taught by the parents. And we're mm -hmm. talking about the fathers today. Mm -hmm. uh, fathers, children don't do what we preach. They do what we practice. Mm -hmm. Words are not enough. They must be an example like Paul told to Timothy. And that's a great, great truth right there. Mm -hmm. uh, children don't go by our instruction alone. They go by our life's living illustration. Mm -hmm. They go by our life's living illustration. In other words, how we live. And uh, like one person said, they said, your actions speak so loud, I can't hear what you're saying. Mm -hmm. And so there is no perfect parents. Every parent's made mistakes, done things wrong. They have hindsight. They can look back and think, man, I could have done this different. But the future is in front of us, not behind us. And, asking, so, and when we have made mistakes and when, when a father has made a mistake or even a mother, you know, it's important to even ask your mm -hmm. children to forgive you. That's right. I've heard um, in recent times from different ones where they said, you know, I've never, ever heard my parent um, ever ask for forgiveness. Or say they were wrong. Or say they were wrong. Yes. Yeah. And that, you that's know. That's dangerous and, and deadly in a relationship. That's exactly right. And <clears throat> there's a motto that we like, we really appreciate. And it says, you know, instead of being right, it's about getting it right. Exactly. And uh, and of course you can you can't do somebody else's more part. important. You, you can only do your part. Mm -hmm. And if the person doesn't receive it, if your child doesn't receive it, or if you're in a relationship with any other person where they don't receive it, that's a, that's between them and the Lord. But what you can do according to the Word of God is get things under the blood and and then express that love and forgiveness to somebody else because it, yes. it it keeps you free, it keeps you um, healed and whole, and it keeps the blessing flowing. Blessings yes. flowing in your life too. Yes, it's really. It I know we're the talking about different things, but these are all too. intertwined, and and, mm -hmm. and they're all important. Yep, they're all important to be reminded of or or hearing for the first time. Another scripture okay. about fathers or dads teaching the ways of God is in First Timothy four verses eleven and twelve, and I'll just read this for time's sake here. He said, "These things command and teach. Let no man despise thy youth, but be thou an example." of the believers in word and conversation and charity and spirit and in faith and in purity. And in other places, Paul talked about how Timothy was a son in the faith to him mm -hmm. and how he had given him much instruction. So Paul was telling Timothy, you be an example now. Yeah. This transcends from me to you, to you, to others. Mm -hmm. And that's really important. So as we teach this to successive generations, it helps to carry on the light of Jesus and the ways of God. And this is exactly what Paul told Timothy mm -hmm. to do. So number one, teach the ways of God. That's right. Number two, the generosity of God. We're called to share about the generosity of God. Can I share Mo a scripture right there? Sure. Um, Matthew 7, verse 11 says, If ye then, Jesus is talking, being evil... Know how to give good gifts. When Talk about the natural, okay? Um, we don't have a redeemed body, but we do have a renewed spirit. But he's talking about for those that are here on this earth, fathers mm -hmm. that are here on this earth. Not that you're evil, but you're natural, okay? We're still flawed. If then, if ye then, being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, mm -hmm. how much more shall your Father, which is in heaven, 
Give good things to them that ask him. He is a generous heavenly father. He'll take whatever we give him and multiply it and be generous with it. He's the God of multiplication, the God of increase. We give him a little and he'll always multiply it more. You see that with the fishes right. and loaves. Mm -hmm. You see that with Ephesians 3.20. You know, he's able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we could ask or think. And as fathers, you can learn from that example. And yes. it's just more blessed to give than it is to receive anyway. And so mm -hmm. when you're a blessing to others, <clears throat> oh, what, wow, the blessings come back, multifold back to you. Yes, they do. You cannot outgive God. And you do it as unto the Lord. Sometimes <clears throat> you're given to somebody and maybe they're not thankful. Maybe they're not appreciative. Maybe it's your child. Maybe it's someone else. Maybe it's somebody you're mentoring. And it, do as the Lord leads you, right? Mm -hmm. We don't just do it out of need or emotion. Uh, yes, we can be moved with compassion, but when you do it as under the Lord, he's, he's the one that rewards you no matter mm -hmm. how that person received or didn't receive. That's what you exactly had, what right. You've done for them. Amen. That's exactly we learn right. By example, we see father God. He's our example. Yes. So the generosity of God, the generosity of God is the giving of God. Mm -hmm. And like pastor Don was saying, the father God is a giver. Yes. He is. And we should teach that, that the Father God's a giver, and then illustrate that by the way we live our life and be an example in our own natural lives. That's right. We see this scripture in John three sixteen. Most people know that. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Mm -hmm. He gave his best. Yes, he did. He gave his all. He gave mm -hmm. his son. Mm -hmm. He spared not mm -hmm. when he gave the Lord Jesus Christ mm -hmm. to fulfill the great plan of commission, uh, of redemption, which Jesus was commissioned to be set forth to do what we could never do for ourselves. That's right. But it cost it cost the Father God everything for the Jesus Lord Jesus to do it, to be sent, and Jesus to fulfill that plan. So we see that it began with God. Mm -hmm. And so we can see that fathers, we can we can, and there's a saying, you might have heard this before, we can Give without loving, but you cannot love without giving. And that's exactly what God did is he loved and that love caused him to give. And praise God. Thank God. We are the recipients of that love, that's right. that's which right. turned into giving his son. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. And even when we don't feel like we deserve it, mm -hmm. thank God he did it. Yes. And haven't you, with your children, if you are a father and you have raised children or in the process of raising them, we bless our children even when they don't deserve it, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And th there's a great truth in that. And yes, there is a, a, a fine line in all of that, that uh, we don't want to re reward bad behavior. But the whole essence of the father is you always want to help your children. You always yes. want to do what you give can to, to give them a better life Yes. and a better start, and a better way than maybe you, maybe you have, have right? Mm -hmm. So thank God that we can do that. And then number three, and there's other things we could enumerate about what fathers are called to share, but number three, the forgiveness of God. And this goes with the love of God, but it's the forgiveness of God. Mm -hmm. Now, the scripture says here in Ephesians chapter six, verses one through four, it says, children, Obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor thy father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise. There is a promise with that, that it may be well with thee, and that thou mayest live long on the face of the earth. 
And ye fathers, provoke not your children to wrath, mm -hmm. but bring them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. All right? And we can see this transcends from the Old Testament to the New. In the Old Testament, in the book of Deuteronomy, the Hebrews were commanded to raise their children in the ways of God from when they rose up to the time they went to bed at night. Mm -hmm. And that still is true now. We need to teach them uh, about the ways of God. And part of that is, is the forgiveness of God, mm -hmm. the forgiveness of God. Uh, because forgiveness is important for an ongoing healthy relationship. Amen. Now, we never have to ask the Heavenly Father to, to, we never have to seek for him in that, you know, Lord, you, I'm going to forgive you for not doing me right because the Father God's perfect. Mm -hmm. But we as fathers in the natural are imperfect. We can do our best, but still at times we fall short. And honey, as you said a moment ago, what do you do? You ask the Lord to forgive you. You ask your child to forgive you mm -hmm. or whoever it may be and endeavor to set the right example about that mm -hmm. and to try to help our, our children because as they're growing up, they're going to make mistakes. Mm -hmm. They're going to do things wrong, even when we've told them and you have explicitly. To let them. And you have to let them. Yeah. As they get older and get more independent and, and uh, mm -hmm. mature, you know, they have to... You have to allow them to make mistakes. You can't. Yes. I was just talking to somebody here um, yesterday, and they were telling me how their relative was so concerned about their child growing up. They, um, they finished their homework for them. They did everything for them so that they always came out on top. They didn't allow them to make mistakes. And now mm -hmm. this child is um, um, in great need of prayer. Um, um, he's actually, you know, a young adult, but a drug addict, um, steals even from his parents, breaks into their home. And I thought, you know, just the repercussions of not allowing that child to grow up and make the mistakes mm -hmm. and learn from their mistakes, because there was always a cushion there to always, you know, they never Prevent can fall. From falling. They yeah. can never fall. And yes, we, we don't want to see our child. We don't want to see our child even fall down and scrape their knee. And say, oh, honey, but you know, then that's a good opportunity to pray. Say, mm -hmm. let's believe Jesus. Let's believe God that he's going to speed up that healing process. Yes. And turn that alley into a, a, you know, a situation where we can turn it around yeah, and get their focus mm -hmm. right. And, and, and help ask the Lord to help us, <clears throat> you know, mm -hmm. and help them. Mm -hmm. And that's the part of the training. But if we don't leave, if, it's like if I go out there and let my garden go and I expect it to, you know, help itself. Well, guess what? The weeds are going to take over. And the flowers are going to get choked out. And so that's there's discipline. Mm -hmm. And there's um, there's instruction that has to be given. And then there's a time we have to let go and let God, too. And mm -hmm. let Him talk to our children. When we mm -hmm. raise them in the things of God. And pray for them. That's right. But we can't do everything for them. And that's you right. Can't, you can't do everything for them, fathers. And you know, and you know that. just I'm talking as about they, as they get older. Exactly. And if they're a child, it's a little bit different situation. Exactly. So... But as they grow, we have to let them make mistakes, certain yes. mistakes to learn from them. I'm not talking about things that would be life-threatening and things right. like that. Yeah. We're talking about some simple things like you give them allowance and they spend it all the first day and they get a <laughs> weekly allowance or monthly or whatever. Well, honey, you're going to have to wait till next week yeah. because you have to plan. Yeah, but... You know, I wanted that so bad. Well, we have to teach them Honor patience the Lord, and saving. Yes, and all those type of yes. things. But but it's a process. So as as fathers, 
we do want to teach them about the forgiveness of God yes, and ask for forgiveness when we need it, but then also be that example to them to, to know that, honey, when you do something wrong, you need to ask people to forgive you. Yeah. And it's an important thing in life for healthy relationships. That's right. uh, we as fathers, when we're spending time with our children, we're not losing time, wasting time, we're investing time. That's and right. we're investing our life experience to help them to have a better start than what we had. And I believe that's the very heartbeat of every father. Abraham blessed his son Isaac. Isaac blessed his son Jacob. And on down the line, as we see in our the patriarchs of old, we can see that, that it transcended generations. And when we, as fathers, one of the most important things that we do when we're talking about the forgiveness of God, and as the scripture tells us to be kind, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, and show that in the home. Mm-hmm. Show that by asking forgiveness, fathers, to, to your wife or children when you're wrong, or others. It doesn't make you weaker. Mm-hmm. It solidifies the integrity and the strength that you hold in the Lord, mm-hmm. okay? So praise God that we can do that. Amen. But here, before we close out for the day, I want to encourage you with a couple of things. You're building memories uh, that will last a lifetime, way out into the future, if Jesus tarries his coming, right? And your role is important in our society today. Mm-hmm. And there's many other things that we could talk about today and share about fathers here on Father's Day. But fathers, right. you pray for your children. You may be estranged from them. You may be not be able to see them but pray for them. Pray for them because prayers make a difference. And I'm talking about scriptural praying. I'm praying because God will get in there and move and he'll turn what seemingly is the worst situation around. And we've seen that happen. Glory to God in, in so many lives through the years. Prayer works in the name of Jesus. So hold fast to that. You may be out there today and you may be, uh, I know, I think I know the scripture you'd like to, to read uh, yes. here. Go ahead and read that because this is, this is really, this is really top notch yes. and it'll be a blessing to you. You're talking about Malachi. Yes, in Malachi. Malachi 4. <laughs> and this is, you know, maybe you're a prodigal son and you haven't returned to the father or a prodigal daughter and you haven't returned to the father. And, you know, the father desires, he's always waiting for his children to come back to him. Mm-hmm. And I like what it says here in Malachi 4, verse 6. It says, And he shall turn the heart of the fathers to the children, and the heart of the children to the fathers. Yes. And it's so important that we allow the Lord to do that work in yeah. our life and our heart. And because God is always waiting for us. He won't make you do anything. He's not, a, he's not a controller. He's not a puppeteer. We're not puppets on a string. We have a free will. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing we have to realize. We have a free will here on this earth. He's given us a free will yes. to choose good, to choose evil, to choose him, to choose not to choose him. Mm-hmm. And that's why but the Bible says to choose life, mm-hmm. that you may live, to choose. Today's a day of salvation. That's right. Now is the accepted time of the, of the Lord. Mm-hmm. And that's why the, we have to redeem. I, was just, I just glanced over that scripture just a few minutes, a few seconds ago. Redeeming the time for the days are evil. Mm-hmm. And the time can stop uh, where we are. It's being it's it's being taken from us. 
But if we do it as unto the Lord, if we get, turn our heart back to him, we come to him and they say, Lord, I need your help. He'll redeem the time back to you. Mm-hmm. He'll re- he knows how to do that. He knows how to restore. He knows how to bring restitution in all things. Yes, That's what he the does. Bible says. Glory to God. Restoring to you. That's so true. That's so true. And when we remember, we're called to be an example, fathers, to our children, but to those young eyes that are looking into our life. Mm-hmm. Perhaps you're out there today. And, and honey, as you talked on just before we pray, mm-hmm. I was quickened about this. The scripture tells us in the book of Luke about the prodigal son. Mm-hmm. When he came to himself, mm-hmm. he gone out there and was spent all of his inheritance and in righteous living. The Bible says when he came to himself, he turned and he yes. said, Father, I've sinned against mm-hmm. heaven. And the father was right there looking for him, yes. anticipating him. his return yes. and was ready to kill the fatted calf. Glory to God. It's and so that's how great. we need to be thinking about relationships is that always willing to allow God's restorative process to work in these situations that may be estranged yeah. at the time. Right. But our prayers are working. And I want to encourage you to stay steady and believe God because God will get involved there and bring change and reconciliation in areas where we never thought that was possible. Mm-hmm. But you might be out there today and you say, I do not know the Lord Jesus Christ. I've never asked him into my heart. I don't know if I was to die today that I'd go to heaven. You can know today. You can have a no-so experience in the Lord. Mm-hmm. But you have to receive what has already been given. Jesus has already been given. He came to the earth 2,000 years ago and he died and he arose again the third day. He suffered for all of mankind and his blood was spilled mm-hmm. so that we might have remission of sins, have a new start by being born again and come into the Father's family. Mm-hmm. And now Jesus is at the right hand of God and he wants every human being to come and be able to live with him one day. That's right. But it starts by coming into the father's family, Mm -hmm. by receiving eternal life. Mm -hmm. The Bible tells us if we confess with our mouth, the Lord Jesus and believe in our heart that God's raised him from the dead, we shall be saved. Mm -hmm. As many as received him, he gave them power to become the sons of God. Mm -hmm. So if you're out there today and you're not sure about your salvation, I want you to pray with us right now because the Lord will come into your life Mm -hmm. and he will do exactly what we ask him to do. But you have to receive him and you receive by the hand of faith. Mm -hmm. So say this after me, say, Heavenly Father, Heavenly Father, I come to you you in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. And I ask you you to forgive me, to forgive me, cleanse me, cleanse me. I want to turn. I want to turn. And I want to receive Jesus. And I want to receive Jesus. As my own personal Savior. As my own personal Savior. As your word declares. As your word declares. If I confess Jesus. If I confess Jesus. With my mouth. With my mouth. And believe in my heart. And believe in my heart. That God's raised him from the dead. That God has raised him from the dead. I would be saved. I would be saved. And right now, Lord. Right now, Lord. I do that. I do that. And I receive eternal life. And I receive eternal life. And I want to thank you. And I want to thank you. For giving me a new start. For giving me a new start. Bringing me into your family. Bringing me into your family. Because I don't want to live. Because I don't want to live. How I've been living. How I've been living. And I want to thank you. And I want to thank you. For living in me. For living in me. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 
Now, if you prayed that prayer or you should have prayed that prayer, we've got some materials we'd like to send to you and give to you because we care about you. It's important for you in your walk with God to get started off right, to start reading the Bible and begin to be discipled. It's important for you to have a good uh, local church to be able to attend and fellowship with like-minded believers. We can help you with that also, but you can contact us through the website, www.alfc.net, and we'd be glad to help you right there, okay? All right, but before we close out, we wanna pray for you fathers today. We wanna pray that uh, the future in Christ with his help would be the fullness of what the Lord could possibly do in every one of your lives. And we want to do that right now. Amen. So glory to God. Amen. Are you ready? We're, We're going ready. to pray. Amen. Do you want to pray, sweetheart? I do. I do. And I want to pray these scriptures over you. This is uh, taken from Numbers chapter 6, verses 24 and 26. And it says right here, And the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face Thank shine God. upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. And we thank you, Father, right now for doing that for all the yes, fathers today we do. in the name of Jesus. Lord, all, whether they're biological fathers, adoptive fathers, fosters, yes. foster Dr. fathers, Father. whatever, whatever capacity, some type of mentoring, we ask you, Lord, to bless them with your peace, to meet all their needs, Father, to open up the mm-hmm. eyes of the, their understanding, to bring them help on every side, give them favor, help yes. them to be the best dad, father, a mentor that they can be. Yes. And the Lord, mm-hmm. they look to you though, as your as their strength. They trust in your ability to help them. And yes, we thank Father. you, Lord. You do satisfy our mouth with good things. You mm-hmm. do, Father God, give us good things to enjoy. And you said, as we seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, all of these things will be added unto us. So we thank you, Lord, for the addition into each and every one of these men's lives, Father. Mm-hmm. Let them know that you are with them and you're strengthening mm-hmm. them, you're quickening them and helping them on every side. In Jesus' name, thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Amen. Glory to God. In Christ, our future's bright. Yes, it is. In him, he's made the way mm-hmm. to spend eternity with him. And we're so thankful for that. We're thankful for you. Mm -hmm. Uh, And we're so glad you were with us today. Mm -hmm. We pray that the fullness of God's blessing be on you today and this next week. And until we meet again, uh, keep your eyes on Jesus. Mm -hmm. And remember, he's coming soon. And your life matters to him and the way that you live it. God bless you. He loves you and we love you. Amen.